0: Hello and welcome in the Schland, a podcast about everyone's favorite, most reluctant superpower, Germany. I'm William Noah Glucroft, coming to you from the shining Hauptstadt on a plane, Berlin. These episodes are based on my Substack of the same name. Check it out at schland.substack.com. Or don't go anywhere at all and do what everyone else does these days. Read with your ears while doing a dozen other things. Your choice. Either way, it's free. This episode's Thoughtful fetch was first published on May 11th, 2023, under the title Only Hitler is Hitler. Looking at the Holocaust hyperbole rampant in Germany. Enjoy! Marco Bushman seems like an okay guy. Sure, Germany's justice minister may belong to a pseudo-libertarian party that fetishizes Silicon Valley bravado. Fuck that, we're gonna get it done. Except, of course, when it comes to protecting lucrative legacy industry... But even an unregulated clock is right at least twice a day. In its struggle to get government off your back, the FDP has supported getting it out of your bedroom and out of the way between a woman and both her doctor and her dealer. Hey, 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 do you know another tune, man team? Oh, oh, yeah. The smallest yet strangely savviest of the three parties running things these days wants to finally stop threatening prison time for Schwarzfahrer, people who ride public transit without a ticket. Too late, though, for the family who got manhandled by Berlin police in September because the father allegedly hadn't paid a bus fine. <laughs> Yeah, my my Most recently, Bushman announced he was looking into taking it down a notch against people who flee the scene of an accident that results in no injuries. And by flee, I mean casually walk away and go about their day unbeknownst to them that anything happened because probably nothing did. Until the reform goes through, though, you still face a steep fine and even jail if someone tells the police you did something that did nothing. Huh? All in all... Not too shabby for a stubbornly conservative country that has spent the better part of its time since Nazi rule under conservative rule. You might say that Bushman is on something of a roll. If only he got out on top with his justice hat on. Instead, he saw the need to try on histories for size. Germany is under attack. No, not from regionally strong pluralities of disaffected voters who are open to giving the far right a chance at governing. Nor from bands of aristocratic led Reichsbürger who don't recognize the post Prussian Republic and seek to overthrow it, and not even from members of German intelligence, military, and law enforcement accused or convicted of far right and anti democratic plots. What's really pushing Germany towards the brink of existential abyss are kids who block traffic with sticky hands in the name of climate action. Go not exactly part of a political culture that understands subtle rhetoric, Bushman was right on the nose about who these pesky protesters remind him of. In Berlin in the 1920s and 1930s, there were battle-like conditions in the streets because people on the left and right political fringes felt empowered to put themselves above the legal system and implement their own ideas by force. Here I am, living in Berlin, going about my day, totally unaware of the Bolshevik revolution and or Nazi takeover lurking around any corner. You're a jet, let them do what they can. You've got brothers around, you're a family man. Talk about a Weimar side story. Any way you break down Bushman's comments, which were top national news the morning of, they are solid facepalm material. First off, and for their own good, FDP officials really should cross-check their polemical put-downs before going public with them. Just a few months ago, they and other more conservative voices were comparing Let's De Generation climate activists who glue themselves to asphalt to left-wing RAF terrorists who carried out assassinations in the 1970s. On the list of reasons to take a group and its politics seriously, causing gridlock ranks slightly lower than murdering industrialists, even in a country that loves its cars as much as Germany. As the party of the center, the FDP appears to be confused about what it's in the center of. Knee-jerk reactions by liberal libertarians to anything that smacks of socialism are understandable, as the left is the natural enemy of the market-oriented liberal view that, by definition, sees individual freedom as more important than the collective good. The Communist Party's not going to see a nickel over this goddamn show until we go into syndication. Except, what do these so-called Klimakleber have to do with leftist politics? If anything, blocking drivers who include working-class people trying to get to their jobs to make ends meet is anything but. Block the CEO of Volkswagen from leaving his home in the morning, and we can talk. It's entirely possible that Bushman was not equating the protesters themselves to S.A. Thug's per se but drawing a more general parallel between tensions around the protests and the downward spiral of street violence during the dwindling days of the Weimar Republic events he said that cannot be repeated good news for bushman they aren't unless germany's justice minister really can't tell the difference between activists exercising their democratic right to nonviolent protest which ultimately succumbs to state authority And organized guerrilla warfare, aimed at upending the rule of law and dismantling democratic society, which the state was increasingly powerless to stop. For as much as German officialdom likes to snub its nose at Trumpy in America, Bushman's comments get pretty close to Very fine people on both sides. If we really want to go down that dicey lane... Brown shirts are a better look on those attacking protesters in heretofore isolated incidents than the protesters themselves. The RAF had some fairly violent tendencies. The Nazis murdered millions of people in backyard colonies. So, with what draconian demands are these menacing climate extremists threatening the democratic foundation of the German Republic that could rise to the level of either? Rasen ist ein Menschenrecht. Freiheit. 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 A highway speed limit and cheap public transportation. That is, what sensible countries already have. That's the former and Germany could afford if it wanted, that's the latter. If this is what political extremism in Germany looks like today, I'd say establishment liberal Democrats have it pretty good. Volker Wissing surely agrees, since the transport minister and fellow FDP member apparently felt comfortable enough to sit down for a coffee klatsch with the movement. His party leader, Finance Minister Christian Lindner, went even further, telling them Get off the streets and into the Bundestag. So, now I'm very confused. If the Nazis were the worst people ever and the Holocaust was the worst crime ever, why are centrists encouraging the political passions of the same people they're comparing to German history's baddies? Any Hindenburg will tell you That will not end well. A more reasonable question. Why are the comments coming out of Germany's center sounding so extreme, especially in a country where anyone who violates the dignity of Holocaust victims by approving, glorifying, or justifying the National Socialist regime, or plays down an act committed under National Socialist rule faces a fine or prison time? In simpler terms, surely Germany's Justice Minister knows that it's illegal to minimize trivialize, or relativize, the Holocaust. The criminalization of Holocaust denial is to keep little Hitlers from coming out of the woodwork, not liberal politicians from using the past as a bat to swat at things in their present that they do not like. If not the letter of the law, Bushman sure did violate the spirit of it, and he is hardly the only one. German officialdom gets off on the rhetorical self-flagellation of focusing on how horrible it once was, and, as a result, never misses the chance to explain how do-gooder it now is, that it transgresses the very sanctity of the supposedly singular crime it committed in the process of trying to cope with having committed it. The very way Germany expresses Vergangenheitsbewältigung, coping with the past, is a trivialization of its past. As such, Germany's liberals are regularly in breach of German law, or at least undermining the rationale behind it by reducing the memory of the Holocaust to a form of public performance at best and a tool for political sparring at worst. Examples abound. No sooner did Bushman's comments fade from the headlines that Boris Palmer, the mayor of the southern German city of Tübingen, who has a history of putting his foot in his mouth, made new ones by repeatedly using the N-word at a conference on migration. (laughs) When a group of upset people confronted him outside the event, shouting Nazis raus! Nazis raus! Nazis He responded, That's nothing but the yellow star. All it takes to be a Nazi is to say one wrong word. Think about it. Yes, let's all please think. The group was right to accuse Palmer of relativizing the Holocaust by making himself out to be a victim of their shouting down to the extent Jews were of the yellow star that the Nazis forced them to wear But the group shouting, Get out, Nazis, in the first place is itself relativizing the Holocaust. A less overt relativization came from Chancellor Olaf Scholz last year, when he didn't like that a few climate protesters interrupted an event he was speaking at. Following some brief commotion, he said to the audience, These black-clad productions at various events by the same people over and over again remind me of a long time ago. Und Gott sei Dank. Finally, we have perhaps the finest flouting of the corner of legal code Germany holds most dear, which is simply to score points against your political opponent bonus when there's an election to win, and make it a hat-trick if the accusation of anti-Semitism is anti-Semitic itself. Paul Tsemiak pulled off just such a feat in pandemic summer 2021, just a few months before voters went to elect their first post-Merkel government. The then-Secretary General of Merkel's conservative CDU party, on the most appropriate forum for nuanced discourse of complex issues, Twitter, Fuck that, we're gonna get it done. accused a German author of an unbelievable and history-forgetting offence, for a statement she made at a Greens Party conference. The radical hostility to science, the cynical exploitation of societal insecurity, populist mobilization, and the readiness to resend and resort to violence will remain. There will certainly be talk of elites again. And presumably it will not be the Jews and cosmopolitans, or the feminists or the virologists, who will be targeted, but the climate scientists. That's about as much Holocaust relativization as Martin Neymar's poem, First They Came. But in the upside-down world in which the likes of Tzimiak operate, where Christian Democrats are somehow the guardians of Jewish life, simply uttering the J-word is tantamount to besmirching the memory of the Holocaust. The author, Caroline Emke doesn't get off fully either, because she had to have known that going anywhere near persecution of the Jews would unleash a torrent of rhetorical Teutonic shock. These days, if you want to get hurt around here, you'll have a lot more success by raising the ghost of German past. Which may be great for your book deal or Twitter engagement, but six million Jews didn't perish so that Germans today can make their career or break someone else's. Talk about violating the dignity of victims. As a journalism professor of mine liked to say way back when, only Hitler is Hitler. We can call out the bad stuff without resorting to comparisons to the worst stuff. Doing so only cheapens the thing whose value we are trying to preserve, and must. So here's an idea. Let's just put a moratorium on the Holocaust hyperbole. Because when everything is Auschwitz, nothing is, including Auschwitz itself. That's all for this episode of the Schland Podcast. Remember, you can get more episodes and even dust off those literacy skills of your own at schland.substack.com. You've heard my kvetch. now I want to hear yours. Don't hesitate to be in touch and let me know what you think about this or any other essay or anything else going on in Germany that confuses, frustrates or tickles you. From The Schland, this is The Schland. I'm William Noah Glucroft. Tschüss und bis zum nächsten.